0: And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESS PP in all caps at PurePleasureShop.com.
2: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast
0: collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. And welcome to the weird new format of Shameless Sex Podcast because April's not here. She's in her house.
1: Hello, everybody. Yeah, we're, we're actually quarantining. and. Practicing social distancing, as I hope all of you out there are as well.
0: We had a hard conversation this morning about this. Uh, we're both pretty stressed out and anxious about all everything that's going on. We live in California, so maybe it's not as rough for some of you who do not live in California. And we usually you know, meet up to do all of our intros and all of our podcasts. And we have decided to abide by the social distancing and the shelter in place uh, recommendations slash orders that um, as being as responsible citizens, uh, we decided that we really need to do our best to not contribute to the spread of this thing. So uh, April and I are both now just hanging out and drinking wine, drinking tequila with each other virtually. We just actually had a little sip of tequila together.
1: I know I'm about to do another one. It's it's hard too, because it's springtime and everybody wants to go outside and congregate. And I know that in some parts of the country, they don't get a lot of warm weather all year round. And we're fortunate enough to have many months of warmth. So we can look outside and know that we'll get more warm days. But I know if you're in New York or, which is also being widely affected by this uh, or Chicago, it's springtime and the weather's getting warmer. So I know you want to go outside and play. Just remember six feet right now, y'all six feet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, the one thing we were talking about this this morning as well. So I, I, there's this theory, not theory. It's called the harm reduction approach that we use in the, human sexuality realm specifically towards STDs, STIs. And um, it states that instead of saying there's safe and unsafe, that you actually um, are looking at things along the spectrum or maybe more in a continuum, actually, that there's all these middle ground options there. And I think what a lot of people are faced with is that there's either safe or unsafe here. It's either like complete quarantine, which we might have to do at some point, but we're not there yet. Um, right now, it's kind of like people have more power in their hands uh, to make decisions for themselves and some people I know are doing complete quarantine. I know some people haven't seen anyone for over a week now in California,
1: and that live here in yeah. Santa Cruz. Um, and I have wh- fr- some friends that are that are in Texas that are like, we normally don't see anyone, so there's no there's yeah, no what's difference new? here. Yeah, what's
0: new? Nothing has changed. What's you- new? Yeah. So, we're, but more along the lines of like, um, every person that we see uh, just increases the, the risk for everyone, not just myself, not just for the other person, but also globally. Um, and so, uh, as little people, as we can see, we can decrease the risk and there's some people and that we need to see. Six
1: feet is 1.5 meters in case you aren't on the Imperial system. Oh yeah. It is 1.5 meters. Yep. And so sh-
0: Yeah. So shameless sex is not stopping, but uh, we might not, April and I might not be able to see each other in person for a while, which is really sad. I miss you already, Chip, but it's nice that I can see you this way.
1: Hopefully the internet stays with us through all this craziness. I know if the internet, if the internet goes, then I guess we'd have phone conversations. We'd have to figure out how that would look.
0: Oh my God. A landline? We got to get a landline?
1: No, I'm assuming the cell phone towers will still be active, just not the internet.
0: I go. I guess. I if guess someone they're shot they're- down
1: a satellite or something, maybe that would be a problem.
0: Oh, Jesus. Oh my God, it's all falling apart. I'm just going to send you an SOS and then start you know, shooting like bows and arrows in the sky. With smoke. I feel like
1: if the internet went down, I'd be like, look, uh, let's do a map. We'll be in masks six feet apart from each other, wherever we are outside. And we could just record that way because our cords are long enough.
0: Maybe we could get some like headphone masks, like full masks also we can speak into and it records things for us.
1: Next yeah. innovation. So it's I funny. I, I like how the, the grocery stores are putting, they're putting little dots on the floor. So you know how far six feet, six feet away is from another person. That oh, they are? I haven't even seen that. Yeah. The local grocery store near my house, uh, they have little dots that says stay in your dot and that you're, that way you're abiding by the six feet uh, social distancing rule.
0: Oh, all right. I haven't seen that yet. But yeah, that's, that's helpful because some of them you're you're like still one foot away from someone and it looks a little questionable.
1: I know. I know. I hope this doesn't create a huge divide though with people thinking that they have, I don't know. I have allergies right now and I take my temperature twice a day. So I do sneeze because there's, it's springtime. The acacia is going off in Santa Cruz and I always get allergies this time of year and itchy throat. So I am like doing like a little throat clearing and, and sneezing.
2: And everyone's and like,
1: ah! people, I'm afraid I'm going to get stoned if I go outside when I have to go to the grocery store or when I have to go get supplies somewhere, which I'm trying to order online, but everything's so slow right now.
0: Yeah, it's a challenging time right now and I think in some places like Amazon or um, which... I guess I appreciate where they're, they're shipping things less. And then there's the whole conversations around even the workers that are packaging things and bringing your package to your house and being careful about that. It's just like cautious about everything all the time.
1: Wash your hands every 20 minutes, y'all.
0: This is why I'm grateful to have a little animal, by the way. If, I think I said this in past podcasts, but like now's the time to get a little furry animal because those creatures, no one said we need to watch out for them. Unless they go up to all the strangers and get all the pets, then you have to be careful. Which my animal might do. Um, okay, so we this joy that we are going to step into some joy in this podcast. We and just so you all know, you might hear some future podcasts that we already recorded before this thing really blew up. So it might sound a little irreverent, like we're like, "Oh, life is wonderful" um, during the recordings, because we recorded a ton of podcasts in February that have yet to be released. Uh, maybe that will be refreshing for you to actually hear some perspectives where we're not tainted by the sadness or the fear that is going on um, that is so real. And and so this podcast is with Caroline Carrington, who is a colleague and friend of mine as well. Um, And she is a uh, Tantra extraordinaire. I'll read her bio in a little bit, or actually April will because she's better at reading these things. (laughs) She has
1: a wonderful voice to listen to and a really unique accent. So it's a soothing, sexy, sensual voice. And Tantra...
0: as well, a lot of folks think of, she She des- describes some like real life applicable tools and ways that you can bring it into your world. It's not just for like the wooey, hippie, dippy folks. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you can bring into your everyday life. It isn't just like for certain people. I think everyone can take something from this. And if not, she just sounds fucking sexy, sexy. But first, I'm going to read some feedback. feedback. <laughs> we got some feedback, an email from someone. Um, His name starts with a V. It is not the nicest email, um, but we like to read a lot of our feedback, whether it's good or bad, positive, negative. I have some opinions about this, and I will also preface this with I'm already in a shitty mood.
1: (laughs) I actually don't love reading negative feedback. It it kind of ruins me for a few hours. You don't mind it as much. i always... Kind of like wah wah, and I you feel like you. See me
0: of this. I was reading this. My partner was here, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Like <laughs> some of the things this person says, like, "You fucking kidding me? Really? Are you fucking kidding me?" And I also, so I'm, I have to say, yes, I was angry then. <laughs> reading this. I drank I some tequila. <laughs> I, now I'm actually feeling good because of the tequila, thank you. But I'm also uh, definitely PMSing slash, and I'm not. I don't need to excuse my female experience, by the way. That's not what I'm trying to do right here. I'm not like the hysterical woman. And I am aware that I have other stuff going on that might make this more loaded. Hence, like you know, there's there's a there's a fear thing going on me about this virus. So um, that there might be undertones of that. But I will read this to you and uh, bear with me if I sound angry because I am. Ha. Guys, you really should know your audience better before you have invited feminists. Oh yeah, is it Cara?
1: Kara, Kara, Kara,
0: no, Kara. It's Kara, Kara Loentile in, uh, into the show. Your podcast was my favorite, and I will not recommend you anymore. First, claiming that we are living in a world ruled by men, aka the patriarchy, is not true because if it was true, men would not get longer jail time for the same crime to compare to women. Man would not do 95% dangerous jobs and we would definitely not celebrate so many celebrations about women. Mother's Day, for example. Our society would look like Saudi Arabia where women are second-class citizens and the pay cap is also a stupid lie. I could not listen to those lies anymore and removed your podcast. And
1: <laughs> The end. <laughs> that was a very anticlimactic <laughs> end. The end. I have removed your podcast. Part, Part of me end. is
0: like, part of me is like bums because I'm like, oh, you actually probably needed our podcast. I think our podcast could help to, you know, maybe expand, broaden your horizon a little bit. Another part of me is like, good riddance to you. (laughs) Carry on, please carry on. Um, Mother's day. Fuck you.
1: (laughs) Like, I don't understand that because there's also father's day and we have a lot of, yeah, a lot of days celebrating all people and the earth. And I think but
0: really, I like your know. way of saying that we are all that we're equal and this isn't things because you said we're celebrating the day of like, thank you for giving birth to all the humans on the planet. And that's like, really, that that is some hard fucking work that like people still aren't I'm, a lot of mothers still aren't recognized for as as like a hard job, by the way. Um, and we I think we said you weren't on this podcast with me that I re- when I record this with Kara Kara. Um, I think in this, I did ask her to state this, and I'm careful about this now that when we talk about the patriarchy, we're not saying that we hate men or that it's completely ruled by men or men aren't doing anything to support women at all. We're saying that we live in a system that is really old and we're talking about a structure. And again... You know people choose to hear certain things out of this, and and yes there 's times when we don 't say things perfectly and so i 'm not one hundred percent sure, but there 's so many things that were stated in here that that to me state, "Wow, you are still very much influenced by the patriarchy to to have all these claims
1: This is actually a good time for me to bring up something that i 've been that 's been on my mind for quite some time is rewriting our constitution that was written so many years ago by a bunch of white dudes and we live and breathe by this constitution and it's just it's so outdated for the amount of people the amount of equality now that's that is uh more abundant in 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 existence in the u.s especially and i think on some level now who's going to rewrite the constitution i don't know but perhaps a a specific group of people that is taken from the demographics of what actually exists in the u.s at least today
2: An accurate representation. An
1: accurate, yeah, an accurate representation of people of all different. um, They came from all different backgrounds, and maybe they have have different monetary, yeah, income, and perhaps they are not just uh, rich white men that are in holding public office or were about to. God, I would love to get to that day. And
0: we can we, we <laughs> get people and coming from a modern day approach. Maybe this is, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll get there at some point. But yeah, to this listener uh, who's not listening anymore, we wanted to share this. And usually we're like, oh yeah, I see your perspective. And... um I'm having a hard time. <laughs> with
1: that one. I mean, that one and Rumpel Foreskin are pretty much my two least favorite feedback oh, that I, we've but, received.
0: But the name Rumpel Foreskin was pretty epic. Yeah,
1: so. they win with that one, but that was about it. Uh, so yeah. anyway, let, let's That's- get on to a happier matter. Yeah! Which is our sex question, which is sort of light and fluffy and... And good. So this is, thank you, listener, an anonymous listener. What couples' sex toys do you recommend for husband and wife to use? Trying to expand the others. My wife loves to use clitoral stimulating toys, but how would I try and introduce something like a G-spot vibrator to her? Ooh, I like where your head's at.
0: Yeah, especially during these I, times right now. Get more pleasure, more orgasms, please. You know
1: what you could do is I would suggest like the Miss B. It looks like Miss By, but they say Miss B by Fun Factory. Which is a purepleasureshop.com has that toy and a, and a bunch of other amazing toys, but that has a G spot stimulator along with a clitoral stimulator.
0: Oh, yeah, it's dual. And it's, it's yeah, it's, dual. it's, it's, it's Miss M I S S, the separate word B I. That's a great one. And they, it's by Fun Factory. They make some of our favorite sex toys. I love that one. It's my I mom's favorite vibrator. Hey, mom.
1: See, there you go. And because it is, it's an awesome vibrator. I had a threesome with that back in the day.
0: You did? Yeah. Did someone use it on you or did you use it on someone?
1: Uh, someone used it on me.
0: During I had given it
1: to them. I had given it to them. It was a couple. If the couple used you it on know you. know who you're talking about. Yeah, this was when I was freshly single.
0: You were wild. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, order the Miss B and think of April in a threesome. She can be your unicorn in your fantasy. Um, you know, it's it's a really awesome toy. Yeah, that's cur- great curve for the G Spot and the dual stimulation. And then other couples toys, I mean, like April's talking about the, the G-spot toy, other couples toys, we love the Wee Vibe. We talk about the Wee Vibe all the time on our podcast, uh, or often, not all the time, as an overstatement, um, but it is a kind of a C curve toy and it has a part that goes in and clips on, on on the G-spot, another part that clips out on the clitoris, and it could be a hands-free device that vibrates for both parties during sex. Um, So we're a huge fan of that one as well. And how to introduce G-Spot vibrator. Um, I'm not sure if you're saying like how to have the conversation or what's the best first time G-Spot vibrator. G-Spot vibrators have a curve. They're curved up because the G-Spot G area is up under the pubic bone. Um, It's only about like, you know, half a finger's length in up towards the belly button. And so you want your G-Spot toy to have a curve. Uh, if you go to a site like Pure Pleasure I believe it's pretty easy to navigate to figure out exactly what those toys are to, and there's so many of them you have a
1: category on
0: there? I'm Trying to remember as I say that, I think we because we just rebuilt the website a while ago. Um, I do know that you all get 15% off with coupon code shameless sex. And when I go to sex toys, and we have, yep, there's G spot vibrators perfect. There you go. perfect. So you go to G spot vibrators, and you can find. I spent so much time helping with this website, so I should know that, but well, now I really Ooh,
1: i love looking at hot octopus toys just on that landing page. Oh, go. oh, home page, girl, you don't make a G spot product yet, but we are working on a really amazing one. And uh, I'm trying to think of another G-Spot toy that I know is really effective. They don't make the delight anymore at Fun Factory. No, I mean,
0: we used to like, so the thing about the G spot, what's interesting is like the G spot doesn't even, itself doesn't even really get off to the vibrations. You feel the vibrations more in the first inch of the vaginal opening around the labia, the clitoris, etc. So when you're sitting in the G spot with the vibrator, it's more so like the come hither motion, the pressure that you're using with it, and then the vibrations will feel nice on the vaginal opening. And um, so ultimately you could get kind of any G-spot vibrator based on the shape that you like. Yeah. And then if someone like stronger stuff, then you get like a stronger vibration or the like, lighter stuff. We always like the Lalo GG for a lighter one, but I don't know. I'm a fun factory girl. You
1: have, you have some reasonable prices on here too. I'm just looking at it while we're, while we're here. because We're shopping
0: because we're on the internet now. <laughs> yeah, I know we're on the internet.
1: So now yeah, we have.
0: Fucking weird. Fucking <laughs> weird. Oh, the electrician. Facebook all of a sudden she's gone. She's having a Facebook I know.
1: Amy's like, Chip, Chip, hello. Hello. We're, Hello. we're talking here. We're we're, yeah. we're recording. Sorry about that. I'll Come focus, on, back. focus. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, but hopefully that helps um, with a couple of different toys to try, and um, and then anything small. I mean, couples toys that are great. Anything small, like the um, the digit. I think the Hot Octopus Digit is a good couples toy. It's a finger vibrator that's really great for any. Couples. Oh,
1: that's a great recommendation. It's so discreet, and it fits like even uh, if you have thicker fingers or girthier fingers, yeah. it clips on, so it doesn't even slide on like a ring. It can. But if you have bigger fingers, it can just clip on. So it makes a perfect couple's toy, especially for uh, duos that are looking for something smaller and discreet. It's really nice.
0: And it looks badass when you're on. What was the tagline? Like give something the finger. What is it? The
1: finger? Oh, give bad sex the finger.
0: Oh yeah. Fuck you, bad sex.
1: Yeah. Fuck you. My sex is going to be great.
0: Mother's Day, blah, blah, blah. Okay. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) I'm in a mood sometimes. you are. It's like, this is another conversation I was having about our, about our podcast that I just want to comment on. We are not really a mainstream podcast because we think outside the box and our whole platform is to inspire people to think outside the box. And therefore we get critiqued a lot based on our language and a lot of things that we say and do, whereas mainstream people like, what is that podcast that, um, the two call her daddy?
1: podcast oh caller daddy yeah which i mean they're
0: politically incorrect half the time and but a lot of people are not criticizing them because their
1: listeners are very used to that i think maybe i'm not sure well we also aren't owned by any we, we're our own thing so we yeah. have create free creative control and so when you're owned by a network or you have these really these these advertisers that are spending a lot of money with you and they can control a lot of what you say and do and yeah I hope that we always can maintain creative control over our over our process and over what we do because it is it's what we care about and what we love and we also try to take a, an approach that isn't just one-sided and one way and we do, th- this is why we do read feedback that is negative because even though it's putting it out there we feel that our listeners can handle it and also be supportive in ways when they write back and say fuck that got you or yeah we don't feel like that's true. We get a lot of people that tell us that they fast forward for the first 15 minutes because it feels like they're wasting their time.
0: Hence why in the show notes, I say when the interview starts, it's always written in there. So anyone who gives negative feedback about that these days, like you didn't read the show notes, it's in there. You can find out when you can fast forward. So that's all.
1: And then I have people that say how much they love the first 15 minutes because they get to hear you and I banter and hear interesting sex questions. So to each their own. And this is why humans are great. We are entitled to our own opinions and to share those free speech. Part of the constitution.
0: Part of the constitution that we are currently rewriting. (laughs) We are in the (laughs) process of rewriting it on a board of very diverse individuals. Um, Okay. So that brings me to, before we read the bio, I would like to talk about one of our sponsors. So this podcast, we do have sponsors. We are very particular about who we work with. Uh, and during this time right now, what's going on? There are some sponsors that really apply. Uh, one of them is Dipsy, and it is an online app that you can use from home because we all know we have a lot of time at home. And we already had a ton of listeners that are looking for ways to spice up their sex life, um, to you know recreate their sex drive and to tap into their bodies. That was already something that was hard for a lot of folks. Um, especially maybe clitoris-owning folks and Dipsy. We were recommending that then, but now it's probably even more so like, holy fuck, I'm really disconnected. Um, So Dipsy is an online app that we absolutely love. April, I know that you listen to it regularly, don't you?
1: I listen Well, now's the time. I have more free time than I'm used to. And I listen to the guided sessions because they really help me unlock confidence. And they just kind of add this heightened experience with my partner and I that we normally just when we listen to music, we don't get the same sort of sexy feelings. I listened to a story, I think it was two nights ago. It was about a spontaneous hookup with a hot stranger. And I seriously thought about it for the rest of the day. And it Turned me on so much. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So now more than ever, I think it's the perfect time for you, our listeners, to try Dipsy. And shameless sex listeners are getting three, thirty days, not three, thirty days free when you go to dipsystories.com slash shameless. That's thirty days totally free when you go to stories.com slash shameless. Again, I'll say it one more time dipsystories.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Go check it out. Get
0: turned on. Feel some aliveness in your body. Maybe that's what I'll do right after this podcast. Or maybe I'll just go masturbate. I need one of the two. There's something that's going on in this isolation.
1: You need Um, to calm down. ah! Yeah. You're like, go go let it out.
0: I'm I'm a hysterical woman. Um, And I'm owning it. So... Uh, and then also on that note, during these times, here's another thing. Connection. That's a hard one for a lot of folks. Now we have the internet, uh, which is available, which is wonderful. And all those people that were only using the internet to connect now were like, you guys are genius. Um, and this is why we are huge fans of one of our sponsors, my girlfriend. We already were before because I did, our, we did our research, but now when, Uh, Finding time for intimacy and connection is especially hard, especially for single folks. We're super happy to recommend My Girl Fund to our listeners. Um, And April, will tell you a little more about what it is.
1: So we've talked about My Girl Fund before. Basically what it is, it's virtual relationships with people that are sexy, amazing, whenever you want. So on your own time, that means you can message with them, connect, you can share photos and videos, and it's from the privacy of your own home, your own device. So why we love it, and as Amy mentioned, it actually empowers the women who work there. So you're supporting something that is, that is good for everyone. And they connect with who they want to, and they control how they interact. So it's totally safe, it's discreet, And it's pretty much fun for everyone, especially in these times where we're alone a lot.
0: And it's free to join MyGirlFund.com. And for a limited time, you can become a lifetime premium member for less than $5 when you visit MyGirlFund.com slash shameless. That means you get discounted credits and bonus interaction features for life when you go to MyGirlFund.com slash shameless. Go check it out. And now... Let's read the bio. But April,
1: you're reading it because you're really good at reading things. I thank you, Amy. I think that is a biased opinion. Maybe some people out there is like, she's terrible too. She's great. Uh But I do enjoy it. So for that matter, let's talk about Caroline Carrington, who I absolutely adore. Shout out. I know you're listening, Caroline. So Caroline Carrington is a certified Neo-Tantra educator and pleasure and intimacy expert inspiring people who live empowered lives across the U.S. and around the world. She is the founder of Sarasa Tantra and carries the dream of this lineage to expand people's experience of pleasure intimacy, and connection through relationships, energy play, and dynamic and erotic meditation. Caroline is available for private sessions, workshops, deep dive retreats, and is committed to training teachers and mentoring neo-tantric practitioners with high levels of integrity. So to learn more, go to jewelinthelotuscoaching.com. I'll spell it for you. J E W E L I N T H E L O T U S coaching dot com. And you can also go to Sarasa That's sarasatantra.com. That's S-A-R-A-S-A-T-A-N-T-R-A dot com. And now let's get to the show.
0: All right, everyone, episode time. This one is extra special, as is every episode we do, but this one is in person. A, we love in person. We're having our in-person threesome with April and Caroline Carrington. And I also know Caroline from the Tantra world. We actually, um, you've taught at Pure Pleasure, which we have recently sold the retail store, but mm-hmm. you used to teach there at the store. And then, um, you, and then you and I also were in uh, Barbara Corellis' Urban Tantra Training, which is awesome. Um, And so, and I, we've done episodes on you. You call it. You say we say say you say neo. I say neo tantra. Tantra. Yeah, and people like tantra. 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 Yeah. You have
1: one of the best, I think, voices for recording. ever.
0: Yeah, you have a beautiful, really nice to listen to. Yeah, you have a podcast.
1: Your voice like makes love to the radio waves.
0: But yeah, it's good. It'll be good to have a, a new perspective. And when I think of actually, when I think of tantra. I think of you because you're so, you're like someone that I've just seen is so, you live it and, um, and then you also teach it and you work with people one-on-one and, um, et cetera. So I'm so happy that you're here and I would love to just open with, if you can tell our listeners, we are, always love hearing the story of how you got to be where you are today mm. and maybe tell them where your accent's
2: from and, you know, how did <laughs> you like get to be? Conglomeration. Yeah. Of all of the things. Uh-huh. I love it. Well, let's break them in easy and start with the accent. Yeah. I do have my super sexy voice on today it's after a great date last night and some screaming orgasms. So yeah. <laughs> an extra special treat for the listeners. That's a good way to lose your voice a little bit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it is. It's, that's why we're
1: drinking tea. Yeah. Not wine.
2: Yes. yes. Beautiful rose tea this I morning to to lubricate yes. the voice. Ooh. Um, Yeah, so most people ask about the accent, and I'm sure your listeners will be curious. I grew up in Cape Town in South Africa, and I was there till after college, and then went to London for five years, which was an amazing place to discover who I was, and um, worked in the corporate world. Uh, Yeah, I worked at Merrill Lynch on the largest trading floor in Europe. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I didn't know that part can't imagine. Were
1: you like, give me five stocks of
2: that? Please. Well, I got a little disillusioned. You know, that's like uber corporate. So I went traveling for three years and lived in Australia and New Zealand. And I've been in the Bay Area um, in Oakland for the last 15 years. So my accent is quite an an amalgamation mm-hmm. I, I i've tried not to get an american accent but i've learned i have to roll my r's here mm-hmm. i say water instead of water people look at me like i I'm like weird. water
1: <laughs> sounds so much nicer. are they like
2: Walter? Wa- yeah. Walter. Yeah. But wa- yeah.
1: water but yeah. water yeah water sounds mm-hmm. nice
2: yeah tantra. 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 tantra 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 yeah so getting to that piece um it's really interesting because I, I love that we met it, at Barbara Carellis' training, but a lot has evolved since then. And you, you asked me how I first got into it, and, and the short answer is through really good sex. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah. That's a good yeah.
2: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I met somebody who was into uh, something called energetic sex, which is related, but not, uh, strictly speaking, neo-tantra. And it took, I was already pretty sex positive. I was into kink and was already polyamorous and anyway, so very sex positive, but it took everything I knew about sex and turned it on, turned it on its head. And I was like, I have to learn more. Mm -hmm. So a month after meeting uh, that person, I met somebody that I was in relationship with who uh, was newly trained as a neo-tantra teacher and he wanted to, practice mm. a lot on me. Ooh. Mm. Lucky you. Like, I will be yeah.
1: this practitioner. Well, you're, I mean, obviously you enabled the practitioner to practice. Right. And you were like, okay. But you didn't know what you were getting into or did you?
2: Well, at the time he he would make me, you know, every Tuesday night we had to sit down and do breath work. I'm like, you know, just tell me when we're having sex or when I need <laughs> to breathe or whatever. <laughs> and um, I was always nervous about making too much noise because mm. Neo Tantra is about Breath, sound, and movement, and a lot of people are used to being quite quiet. You're worried about the neighbors or the kids, Mm -hmm. right? And he said to me, "Inspire the neighbors," Mm. and I love that. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. It can be really fun. Yeah. Well, what an
0: invitation to to receive, especially if you're so used to being quiet. To like, you know, no, unleash that. Like, let the world hear. Well, the
1: thing is, if you have children though in the house, yeah, probably. I mean, you could inspire them in certain ways. Well, you don't want to
0: traumatize the children. Right, but we don't want to
1: traumatize them. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you get to have a getaway somewhere in the woods where you're allowed to, like, unleash. uh, At any rate, not everyone, that's not available to everyone. But do continue. (laughs) But
2: I have a little tip for your listeners. I really don't like it if somebody... Puts a pillow over my face to mm. try and dull the sound. I feel like I'm being silenced. But if you take one of those eye pillows, that's really small, so it just covers ah, you know, it like just the mouth. Ah, it just muffles it a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. So then you can still. all you, you know yeah. what?
0: It, it reminds me of you know when you're using the magic wand and it's so loud. But you just all you do is put a comforter over and you're like, well, that changed everything.
1: Exactly. <laughs> 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 <That's true. laughs> Although sometimes that blocks some of the the sensation of the vibration. Yeah, so I just go for it. Yeah. Care. yeah the neighbors think that i have a very loud blow dryer on all the time
0: <laughs> your neighbors are right. your your
1: your man's yeah. family well is i live above a... a coffee shop though oh. and sometimes i feel like they can hear it like vibrating the floor because <laughs> i sit on the oh floor la-. anyway enough about me yeah no it's to, great to you, yeah. please caroline i'm <laughs> yeah. really enjoying our yeah. threesome what yeah, a great just, way to start the morning we you know how to have fun <laughs> we do it is
2: So, yeah, it's part of why I actually teach neo-tantra with a very juicy edge because that's how I got into it was through having really amazing sex. Um, And in the West, which is mostly um, where neo-tantra is practiced, there is this focus on sacred sexuality. So um, I'm delineating between – so I'm using the word neo-tantra versus just tantra because in India there's classical tantra – both in hinduism and buddhism and that's quite different there's it has very little to do with sex it's much more about mantras and deities and i actually practice that as well but i'm not qualified to teach it Mm -hmm. so um, as a way to honor the source Mm -hmm. uh, culture i like to just make people aware that it's this western form Mm -hmm. that i'm teaching and after my first trip to india i know you you yeah, India I went to, to, yeah. to, to yeah. India. Yeah. She, she's yeah. been there too. Yeah, where were you in India?
1: I was all over from the north, like Delhi to Agra, Varanasi oh. to Goa. I was in Mumbai, uh, and then I was over the other side in Cal- Calcutta. Calcutta, for just a little bit. That was kind of different.
2: It's intense. It's I was intense. just in Calcutta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was
1: in Dara Masala as well. I was all over. I oh. want to go back. Oh, love
2: it! I'm taking people in November. Ooh, Ooh, there you November go, twenty twenty. It's
0: like a tantra, like a yes. tantra tour, uh, okay. or what is this? Well, it's
2: really because I'm really passionate about um, helping people understand the difference because I think there's a lot of misconception mm-hmm. about what tantra even is, and then what neo tantra is. Mm-hmm. Um, t- to take people back to India so that they can experience what it's like to sit with some of these classical. Tantric teachers that I've had the pleasure of sitting with and then understanding the difference. Oh, yeah. So taking yeah. people to my favorite temples and teaching them about bhakti yoga, which is another. Mm-hmm. the yoga of love and devotion that I'm into. So I
0: what that. is the difference? What is neo-tantra?
1: <laughs> you know, what I love that it mean? that you... nailed it, Amy. You nailed it.
2: Well, one of the definitions... I'm really geeky about Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. So... Um, one of the definitions of the word Tantra is to stretch mm. or to expand. And I'm, the audience can't see all yeah, the hand stra- gestures hand hand I'm doing. She's but. stretching <laughs> and
1: expanding. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: um, some people say it's like expanding as if a loom was pulling, but it's really about expanding our awareness and expanding our consciousness. Mm. And that can certainly happen in Neo-Tantra, but the focus is a lot on me- a dynamic meditation. So focusing on... Um, say conscious touch or focusing on the pleasure that one gets Mm. from using touch as a meditation Mm -hmm. or using for example breath work or sound and when I came back from Varanasi actually I was like wow maybe I'm doing this all wrong because I talk a lot about I can teach people how to quadruple their orgasms for example Mm. and um, that's actually mostly through breath and sound Mm -hmm. Mm which is mind-blowing, I think, because so often we're thinking we have to know all these amazing techniques Mm -hmm. and we can actually take charge of our own pleasure. So I was like, maybe I'm doing it all wrong because I focus on sex. But in the West, it's actually very interesting not being American, because when you watch American TV, which I did growing up, you think everybody's like totally sex-obsessed. And then having lived in California for 15 years, I find it's quite repressed in a lot of yeah. ways people
1: get their their ideas you're right about what sex looks like from, from entertainment from the tv and then you realize that no, that people are a little into little boxes and they're terrified
2: of sex right right so to give people um empowerment that's a lot of what i do because if we can give ourselves permission to be loud in the bedroom mm-hmm. or to ask our partner for what we want that can be even really edgy mm-hmm. i notice it can actually be quite hard. A lot of my private students have no idea to even tell me what it is they want. Mm-hmm. But as we explore and they try, you know, I could offer them this technique or that technique. And then they can pleasure map on the body and then be able to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Because I think good sex is a lot about communication. So I stopped apologizing for teaching people how to have better orgasms. Mm-hmm. And what I notice is if... Um, you know that's that meets the need that i actually see in society and that gets them in the room and then we also chant mantras and then then they motivated to do the breath work. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't say yes? Yeah. yeah. Yeah to breathing if it can better their orgasm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. We just did a whole we just answered a second question in the previous podcast we recorded about taking away some of the senses like sight as not being something that is well this person that asked the question was was visually impaired. And so we talked about the other sensations that could be activated and tantra mm-hmm. came up yeah, as sort of a practice because people always think they have to deep deeply eye gaze yeah. at each other. No, there's this one
0: way to do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You just stare at each other the whole time. So that's great. Yeah. This
1: the touch activation mm-hmm. is so key.
2: Yes. Well there are many ways to activate and it's a lot about I'm gonna get a little woo, but mm-hmm. it yeah. is about moving energy and, and that can be life force energy or they'd call it Kundalini Shakti mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in India. But it's really connecting to that primal part of self and learning to harness that energy and Obviously, it's delicious when you're doing that with a lover, but there are practices where you can learn how to have full body orgasms, even on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have single people listening in. Oh, yeah. People often ask me that. They're like, do I have to have a partner? Do I have to be in a committed relationship? And while that's lovely, mm-hmm. if you don't have that, to have agency in your own body um, and to not always have to have somebody else.
0: Yeah and, and then that's where I think is it's much easier when well easier is not maybe not the word but maybe less complicated to learn on your own than with someone else too what it is what your body likes or how to do you know certain forms of breath and um, and you can learn with other people I know for me when it's like my home practice where I'm like oh there it is I don't have to think about someone else and meeting them or syncing up with them um so whether I think whether someone is single or partnered it could be helpful to have their own practice
2: probably Right, because mm-hmm. as we understand our own bodies, then we able to communicate mm-hmm. Yeah, it's with somebody else.
1: For someone that is new, they're listening, and they have never, ever practiced any sort of tantra with their partner or by themselves. What? Because a lot of people think of this woo-wee thing, as you mentioned, right? They're like, it's too chakra-based for me. I don't know anything about that. I'm from Wisconsin, and I'm scared of chakras. I don't even know where that is. Could, do you have any suggestions for those folks that want to mm. like maybe just do one peace to, tr- to attempt this tantric, uh, way of life. almost.
2: Yes. So if we think of, I'm going to try and answer in a non-woo way, okay. even though I'm pretty esoteric, yeah. Yeah. but, um, a lot of people want practical tools. So, um, even just breathing more deeply and giving ourselves permission to sound, Margot Anand is one of the leading, um, Teachers in the world uh, of Neo Tantra. And she literally says: people always think opening your mouth, they don't really realize how wide. You want to open three fingers wide. Uh, and oh. de- depending. That's pretty wide. That's like oh deep God. throating, right? I, mean, I just did four. I was like, damn. <laughs> I can on. barely fit
1: three. Uh, I got a small
2: mouth. I got hey, four. Well, what happens is when we open the mouth. Amy's got her whole fist. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, I got that in it. This is such a good way to stop <laughs> the week. I know. Um, but but even when we release the jaw like that, it helps release the pelvic floor. Oh. mm-hmm. Right. And when we release the jaw, it relaxes the pelvic floor. And often, for example, if people are having painful sex, mm. there could be lots of reasons for that. But it's often because they're tight and jammed up. Mm-hmm. So just by um, exhaling with some sound and opening the mouth, if you want to be extra daring, you could even stick your tongue out. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
0: mm-hmm. It's like that lion's breath in yoga where are like, <sighs> is that what that one is? Lion's breath. Lion's, breath. Yes, lion's yeah. breath. Yeah,
1: yeah. I never do it.
0: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But that so that helps that, that helps to to relax. Because that's because the vagus nerve exactly. system, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it
2: activates the vagus nerve, mm. which is one of the biggest nerves in the body. And then I'm talking trauma language, mm. but yeah. it down regulates or calms and relaxes the body. So most people get used to when they have pleasure tensing up, mm-hmm. right? And you tense as you get closer to the orgasm. But if you can allow the body to relax, when the waves of pleasure come, if you think, I can't draw for the audience, but can <laughs> draw for the two ladies. Yeah. As the wave of pleasure is coming, if you tense the body, it's actually going to hit a wall. Mm-hmm. But if you relax the body and breathe in sound, and that wave keeps... Going and you actually amplify mm-hmm. your pleasure. Is mm-hmm. it also
1: what a lot of times, at least in my experience personally, when you're reaching that orgasmic state, especially with a penis owning partner, you tend to like want to go faster, faster, faster. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it would be maybe... Great to not only sort of relax, but also maybe slow down at that time and really feel in. Is that something that you suggest as well? Yes. Okay. So, because I'm always like, yeah, faster, harder. I told you before we started recording, (laughs) like, I'm fast and hard, but maybe it'll be good for me to slow slow down. Go slower than slow and slower than that. Damn it. Then I'm like, (laughs) come on, come on. But I like the tapping in, the embodied, the embodiment. It does kind of, you feel more deeply into like the, the movement and with your partner.
2: Yes. Well, nothing wrong with hard and fast. That's really good sometimes. (laughs) But, I mean, I think the best sex is actually a whole range of different things. Mm -hmm. And especially if you've been with a partner for a long time, it's really nice to be able to pace things and breathe together and take... um, When I'm teaching as a Taoist and neo-tantric technique about ejaculation control... Where you can actually learn as a person with a penis to have as many orgasms as you like. But if you ejaculate, you know, unless you're 18 to 21, in general, there's a refractory period. And for some people, that could be till the next day. Hours. Yeah. Right? Right. And then it's all over, and that can leave partners quite dissatisfied.
0: Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is made possible by omgs.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made tasteful and inspiring short videos to show you techniques on how to pleasure yourself or another vulva. I've been recommending
1: OMGS to my clients for years and has changed their lives. So for all you vulva owners or vulva lovers out there who may already be having good orgasms and you want to take it to the next level or perhaps you want to explore more variety in your playtime, OMGS will have something just for you. With two seasons, one all about internal and the other all about external techniques, it's better than any book or DVD money can buy. To learn more, visit omgs.com backslash shameless. Our listeners get $5 off. Check it out. This podcast was
0: also made possible by Uberloop. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant great for all kinds of sex. It's less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes, and there are hundreds of doctors who recommend Uber lube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter
1: or for folks who are experiencing dryness. You never knew lube could be this good. So whether you're an avid lube lover or you've never used lube before, Uberlube is right for you. It has no flavor, no scent, and feels absolutely amazing on the body. Uberlube has endless uses. I use it to tame my hair frizzies, to prevent chafing, and I even put some in my mouth right before an oral sex session, and it totally ups my blowjob game. Oh, and the bottle, it's gorgeous. It's totally discreet and looks more like a beautiful cosmetic product. So you can even leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. To learn why we
0: think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX and you get 10% off and free shipping. That's uberlube.com. Go check it out. And now back to the show.
2: Learning to be in sync with your partner and take the arousal up and then take it down... And up and down. So you're modulating. Um, that allows for longer pleasure for, I was about to say both people. It depends if it's just two yeah, or more in the room. The room. I exactly. I, I, and then you can actually play for longer. Mm-hmm. So biology, biology says get it up, get it in, get, you know, One get it out. Yeah. And then you're done. But we can, you know, unless you're trying to make a baby, mm-hmm. you can... Um, we're not just having sex for procreation anymore. Yeah. We get to have sex for pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I know when I'm with my lovers, I don't want to put my makeup on for five minutes. Yeah. I mean yeah. I wanna play for like five hours. Yeah. yeah. And then lose your voice. Yeah. <laughs> and then Yeah. <laughs> yes, and then come with an extra sultry voice. I like it. But uh yeah, it can also especially with couples, it can be much more satisfying as well if you can have agency, especially for the penis owner around um when you're going to ejaculate, because it can be very, very frustrating, if mm-hmm. your partner rolls over and goes goes to sleep, yeah. which is normal biology. Mm-hmm. So this um, the techniques that we teach are really about allowing you to harness that energy so you can have more choice around it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which includes mm-hmm. harder, faster, deeper, longer, mm-hmm. with great stamina, or slowing down. And the number one thing when I teach classes um, on awakening the G-spot and female ejaculation. The number one thing that most um, that most people with pussies will use, lovely inclusive queer oh, language here, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. um, is that they just want their partner to slow down. Yeah, I hear
0: that so often. Right. And they're afraid to ask or they have asked. That's why we say go slower than slow and slower than that because yes. people request going slower and their the people's idea of what slow is is still not very slow. And yeah. so they're like, I have maybe, to
1: ask my partner this all the time. I'm like, Hey, slow, 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 and slow. And then like down. slower than that. Yeah. Way. Right. Yeah. Right. Like five. You could do it in a nice way. I do yeah, it in totally. a nice way. I'm like, Oh, let's go a little bit slower Yeah, because mm-hmm. it has, it's just like the natural flow of things. You yeah. just want to go like yeah. fast and hard, which but I like, dig. But. For
0: pussy owners, you're, I mean, too, and, and I think for a lot of folks, even for penis owners who haven't experienced that slowness, oftentimes when they do, they're like, Whoa, I feel more there's more right. sensation there that it wasn't there. Cause when you're moving fast and hard serves a time and place, but when you're moving that fast, you were missing some of the sensation. It's it's impossible to feel all of it when you're moving that fast, but when yes. you go really slow, you're like, Oh, I, there's this like subtle tingling over on my, you know, the left side of my, Oof. my pussy or yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yes, I, I can feel that as you're you describing it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I love, I love that you're commenting on that. And for our listeners, you know, that you, who are listening to this, you're hearing that, yeah, it applies to something that is, is um, a little more wooey or thought of, and this is for everyday folks. You know, exactly. you don't have to be a tantra person to take tools out of this, or to want to slow things down, or to feel more. You know, that's not necessarily. I mean, if, if you're, if that's not your jam, this isn't
1: even for cisgender yeah. folks. This is for any folks. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. anybody out yes. there listening. This is about yeah presence, more orgasms, more pleasure, more connection. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. and deeper intimacy. Mm-hmm. So when I'm teaching, often. In the beginning, I invite people. actually we take the genitals off the table and we learn about i mean the the rest of the canvas of the body mm-hmm. there's so many wonderful erogenous zones, and so often we just kind of especially if you've been in a connection with somebody for a while, mm-hmm. you and your rut and you kind of know what makes them work yeah but yeah it's it's really fun to slow down mm-hmm. and explore yeah and a, a tip for the listeners as well as you were saying, like, you know, slower than slow, what is slow? Um, a way to really show the kind of touch, like either the the lightness or the firmness. You know, some people, I like it rough sometimes mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you actually demonstrate that on your partner's arm, they can get a felt sense experience of what slow feels like mm-hmm. or what soft feels like because soft or slow – is relative for everybody. Mm -hmm. So to give them that sensory experience can be a a really great thing. I love that. I do too. And I think also the way often I'll have, with heterosexual couples, I'll have a woman in my private practice complaining about their partners. He doesn't listen to me. And then I hear them shutting them down and Mm -hmm. being so critical. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to inspire anybody to want to make a shift. So one of the formulas that I use is, um, you know, saying, thank you, appreciating them for something they're doing. And if it's really bad, you can just be like, thank you for touching me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: But there's always something to appreciate. Mm-hmm. So thank you. And then I'd love it if you, mm-hmm. so that creates this beautiful invitation and it's not about making them wrong. Mm-hmm. It's about inviting them. Most partners want to know yeah. what's, Pleasing you. Mm-hmm. And, right? it, and it
0: can be a scary conversation of people don't uh, want to feel like they're ever, you know, maybe not very good at something. And, but, uh, but like that, you know, that formula, and we use that formula too. There's a, there's a way to lovingly express. And I think appreciation is a part of a big part of it too, is like you know here's here's what was really beautiful and what really worked and i'm just like so happy to be connected with you and i just love your hands and my body and here's this other piece that i would love to explore more with you or maybe receive a little more give a little more of and and i think that everyone probably has plenty of those moments where like we're we're not born knowing everything at all of
2: course right just, well nobody actually teaches us mm-hmm. i mean Things are changing thanks mm-hmm. to us yes, like yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, but most of us were not taught how to have sex. Mm-hmm. And um, for any of the people that are mothers, that are your listeners, I remember when I was um, learning to breastfeed my son, I had to hire a lactation consultant. Mm-hmm. And again, you'd think it's the most natural thing. He should just hop on the boob and latch l-. on. Right? Yeah. And that does happen for some people, and many people need help. Mm-hmm. So, that's part of why. You have a great podcast like yours and, yeah. and why hiring somebody who can really support you, mm-hmm. it can actually be easier. I often say to my, my private students, like you can blame me. You can say, Caroline said, we have to practice this thing. Mm-hmm. And it can be easier <laughs> yeah. routing it that way versus, yeah. Then like, honey, yeah. we need
0: to do this thing. Yeah, you know? We're broken. There's something wrong with this. This yeah. is like what they would go to. So you, when you work with people then, so um, cause you're, you're I, th- I think that's a good segue into, um, to talking about how people can find the right person to work with. So you work with people, you work with people in, in person, you work with individuals, couples. Do you do online stuff as well?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, uh, a lot of my free offerings are really online cause mm-hmm. I like. To, I'm, as you said, I'm very passionate about yes, this work. Yeah. It was truly life changing for me uh-huh. and I never planned to get into this even when I went to study to become a teacher, I just did it for my own personal development, mm-hmm. and then I was just seeing the shifts in other people, especially when I was uh, practicing hands-on sessions. So mm-hmm. um, it was because of that that it all kind of evolved. Um, but yeah, so I, I I actually don't do many classes online mm-hmm. because while we've been focusing a lot on the sexuality parts, a lot of it is about energy as well. And to really understand the energetics, you've got to, now I'm getting woo again, okay. yeah, I mean, but you've yeah. got to sit in the field and you've got to have a felt sense experience of what that is. Mm-hmm. And if people are already sensitive to energy, I can do that online with them. But many of the people that come and study with me in the beginning, I've never done this before. Yeah. So it's just like going to do a Hatha yoga class. You need a teacher who's going to give you adjustments mm-hmm. and help help you course correct right Mm -hmm. i do
1: product trainings all the time for for sex toys and it's so much more effective in person and that's not even a practice that's as energy involved so i can't imagine it's preferred i I would prefer to meet a teacher in person as well and to really then you can tap into all sorts of different levels of, of where you're trying to go so in person is always better
2: I think so. That's yeah. part of why I wanted to come in listen yeah. with you, you sure. lovely ladies today. Yeah. That's
1: why we love in-person podcasts so much, yeah. too. You feel it's the like, energy yes. there totally. makes makes a really big difference. Yeah. Yes, you get to feel the energy of Amy's new animal. Yeah, <laughs> now uh-huh. he's all calm. Look at know. him. He's
0: he's like oh, okay. It feels connected. I can relax now. Skrillex. Skrillex. <laughs> talk oh my god well, that's a, we'll explain that story on the podcast another time um, <laughs> so but so okay so that you do so that's on, online is more for people to get and kind of take some little um get like little bits of info and exactly. then but the actual work is more in you are in person with people in
2: person yeah and there are a lot of ways people can engage i mean i as i've mentioned i love getting my hands on people's mm-hmm. bodies mm-hmm. and i can take people in in private sessions into very advanced practices like sexual healing. And Mm. I work with a lot of trauma survivors, for example. Um, and that's a very delicate and vulnerable place to hold for people. Mm -hmm. So, um, I wouldn't do that in a group context. I would do that one-on-one. Um, but I, I, you know, not everybody needs that. Sometimes they just want to come and learn some fun, sexy tools to share with their partners. Mm -hmm. And, um, At pure pleasure. Yes. I I got to share. Uh, (laughs) I got to share one of my neo tantric rituals. And what I love about those is you don't have to know anything. Mm -hmm. So you get five to 20 minute guided exercises. And I often say to people if you just take what I taught you tonight and go home and practice that, Mm -hmm. it will revolutionize your sex life Mm -hmm. because I'm teaching these new pathways of intimacy and connection. Um, I actually a few years ago changed my whole business model once I started running retreats mm-hmm. because three hours, which is how long the rituals are, is wonderful, but three days yes, is yes. even better. Yeah. Right. Deep dive. And, um, yeah, Thursday I'm driving down to Joshua Tree to lead a retreat Oh, what? There, so. which I'm very excited. Yeah. I love Joshua Tree. I mean, that's
0: the thing with like embodied practices is like. You gotta get in there, you know. I mean, it's 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 not listening to podcasts is great. Please don't stop listening to our podcasts, but you know, it is a heady process. It really is the practices, and I get that. I can listen to something in a podcast and be like, okay, I kind of understand the the practice. And you gave some great, very simple tools here that people can incorporate. But you know, to really get something down, we kind of need to live it for a little while.
2: Yes. So one of the definitions for me of neo tantra is getting out of our head and into our bodies, Mm. and You know, we're in the Bay Area and close to Silicon Valley. And so, you know, in the West, we glorify being in the mind. Mm. But uh, that actually can keep us quite disconnected from our bodies. Mm. Um, And, for example, I work with um, penis owners who struggle, for example, with uh, premature ejaculation. And, you know, they are sex therapists that just do talk therapy about that. And I certainly think that has some value but the level of success somebody can feel if they have a felt sense experience of being able to slow down in practice, mm-hmm. um, you know, with somebody who really knows how to support them. That's another whole level of embodied healing mm-hmm. and, and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, there's a teacher called Krishna Das and he, he says, we can't think ourselves out of the prison mm-hmm. that we've created in our own minds. Mm-hmm. And it's very true. Yeah, that's,
1: that's- that's good. That's I, that's mind opening mm-hmm. language right there. Well, when
0: we like, it's so hard for us to see ourselves. Like we're so hard. I can speak for myself. I won't speak for the world. But I, it's hard for me to just see. Like, oh, here's where I'm in my own way, and I'm going to unstuck myself. You know, by doing these things. And so to ha- work with people that one can serve as mirrors to help me see where I might be in my own way. Two to also give me some push and encouragement. Three to help me to feel safe and to. Um, yeah, just to to give me that, which I don't already have inside of me or that I do, but I'm like really blocked from or unaware Mm -hmm. of. So yeah, we are such big advocates for working with people, whether it's, you know, therapists or also in embodied practices, like, you know, like Tantra and et cetera, there's, there's so many wonderful, um humans out there, such as yourself, doing this work. And, um, you know, not all are uh, created equal um in that sense in terms of the trainings, which brings me to what you're doing, that you're also offering trainings for folks who want to work and enter into the tantra world to bring that into their, their practice, right? Because there's a lot of folks who just have an experience, a tantric experience, I'm a tantric teacher now, you know, and you're like, ooh, you could create a lot of trauma, a lot of consent issues. That is happening.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's happening. And, you know, I think... Uh, the Me Too movement has really helped us see it's happening across the board from, Mm -hmm. you know, gymnastics to Hollywood. So it's not just in neo-tantra. And I actually think it's a powerful thing that these issues are getting brought to the fore. Mm -hmm. But when we're exploring the very edgy practices around our sexuality, like I actually only learned this once I was doing this work. For me, sexuality is a playground. But for many people, it is like the deepest part of their Mm -hmm. shadow. Mm Right. And so when you're diving that deeply, it's very important Mm -hmm. that the person is creating safety, that they have integrity. Um, and maybe we can offer your listeners a link. I actually wrote Mm -hmm. a blog many years ago, just how to find a teacher that you can trust. And while it focuses on Neo Tantra teachers, Mm -hmm. you know, it can really be applied to any kind of person in a, a position of authority. So yeah, we, we would love that. that. We would love available. that
0: link. Yeah. I think someone else offered that for something else too, but I, the more, more is better in that, that sense. Um, was the,
2: um, well, uh, she,
0: the yeah.
1: Chris, Christina, that oh yeah from she was in was bali a, a yes. similar
0: thing how to find yeah to find the right practitioner for you yeah i think and i think that's really important like you're saying when it comes to sexuality i mean that's like make sure it feels really safe and aligned and and definitely do your research um, right so I, i'm really happy to hear um, i'd love to hear more about your training that you're offering like i'm happy to hear that you're offering something like that because i believe you know i've known you for a number of years and so i know that you're doing only really good wonderful work that is really um you know safe and respectful and very well informed and sex positive and, you know, modern day accurate information. Um, So I'm happy to hear that you're doing that. And so can you tell us more about what that uh, offering is?
2: Yeah. So I started, I was like, who am I to start my own neo-tantra school? Mm. But I was seeing people being really out of integrity. And I was like, well, and I actually did a whole year worth of advocacy Mm -hmm. um, around this. But I was like, if I train my own teachers... I then I can hold them accountable, mm-hmm. right? Mm, yeah, because they my students, and so that was how um, Sarasa Tantra—that's the name of the school—was birthed. And I love. I'm going to get geeky about Sanskrit mm-hmm. for a moment. The word Sarasa means juicy, mm-hmm. potent, and full of love. God, that is a wow, all in, word. in one word. <laughs> yeah, damn. Wow, S- S- that's Sarasa, good. Sarasa, Sarasa? Sarasa. Sarasa. Sarasa, 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 Sarasa. That's yes.
0: the name of your school. I love Yes. That
2: so yeah and and um i 've been training teachers just for the last few years, and the groups are um, quite intimate you know often you 'll go to a teacher training, and they 're like forty, fifty, sixty people in the room. Mm. I keep it quite quite small we've fifteen to twenty people maximum. Mm-hmm lucky, you might even, last year we had a smaller training. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do it in my uh, in my beautiful space that's all dialed in, in the Oakland Hills. Mm-hmm. I do it as a non-residential program to make it super accessible and affordable for nice. people. Mm-hmm. And while it certainly is for people that want to learn to teach this, um, and do it in a way where they're not only keeping their participants safe, mm-hmm. but also keeping themselves safe. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you stand up in a In any kind of public role, you know, people's projections on you. So how how to practice good energetic hygiene, for example, and not be carrying around other people's trauma all the time Mm. in, in, yeah, in your energy body. That's
1: important. Energetic hygiene. I've never heard of that. I feel like I do take on that. I want to learn. Right.
2: A lot of people do. Yes.
1: Yeah, someone told me to put oil like on the back of my uh, cerebral cortex, if you will, to like, is that something that you suggest? I know. Sorry. I, I just want to know. No, about that's the great. Talking.
2: I haven't heard the oil. It was uh, it my, my, uh, oil. She
1: was a Vedic astrologer. And oh, I would trust that. then. Yes. She said <laughs> uh, that astrology. that was an area where I have to really be careful and that. Uh, because, and I do, I, I feel like I get attached sometimes, energy attaches to me. And if this is too wooey for you listening out there, it's true though, because I feel it sometimes. So,
2: Well, any of the listeners, whether you're into woo or not, you might have a person in your life that feels super needy or super mm-hmm. clingy, or like
1: mm-hmm. even
2: with lovers, sometimes they can, you can like feel them even when you're no longer in each other's presence. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things I teach, even at my, um, you know, neotantric rituals is a way to energetically disconnect from the people that you've done all this weaving with in the room that night. Mm-hmm. Well, I think so everyone
0: can probably relate to that feeling of like, well, I you know someone had some heavy stuff going on, and I like can't shake it. Like, who has never experienced that? Like, I mean, maybe some people who have a hard time emotionally connecting people. Like, you know, I don't know, maybe someone with autism or something. So, I don't want right. to say that no well, one. Maybe cares. people didn't
1: know what it was. Yeah. they were feeling something, but, but that didn't feeling of it. like, yeah, like the ah, uh,
0: there's like something here, and it's kind of stuck, and yes. I don't really. And it's hard to be present and connected when that happens. Like, it's it's energy that needs to move. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: even if like even if you had an argument with your partner, say or with your kid, or whatever. But that energy can stay in the room. So a simple thing you can do without having to uh, have much skill is to just burn sage, Mm -hmm. right? Literally just clear out the space. And I'm actually, I don't really like the smell of sage Mm -hmm. all that much, but it makes sure it gets rid of things. So Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, even opening the window or... Mm -hmm or opening the doors to just let the breeze blow through mm-hmm. will help shift any of those stuck oh, emotions because yeah. emotion is energy in motion. Mm,
1: it's, mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Mm. Is it really? No, yeah. I, 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 okay. I, I feel it. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: I'm trying to make it relatable because yeah. obviously I talk totally. about energy all the yeah. time, but we forget. And the, the some of your listeners, I imagine, I'm thinking of the penis owners right now, mm-hmm. but will relate to this like, if somebody's had a a really big orgasm, say, and especially if you've done any uh, G-spot work, in neo tantra, we think of the G-spot as the access point to the second chakra. Chakras are energy centers in the body. But that's often a place where a lot of emotion is held. So Mm -hmm. somebody can have an amazing orgasm. They've just had a great time with you. Mm -hmm. And then they burst into tears. And like some memory comes up from their childhood. And often what I say to my private students, especially when I'm working with couples is, uh you know let me do the heavy lifting let me do the processing mm-hmm. with your partner so you guys can be having the fun yeah fun of it all
0: yeah yeah i love that and so in the training that you're sorry doing, oh, yes, if you're, i'm so enjoying our wrong. chat I'm no, like I getting getting distracted. This, this is the point of all this we like to go there's like a little juicy tidbits but so what can people expect there are they and like is it uh it's like just a deep dive into doing all these practices and are they like touching each other's bodies and you're teaching consent obviously mm-hmm. um, but what can someone expect to actually go and attend one of these trainings
2: Yeah. So, um, it's, I'm a very kinesthetic learner. So I, and I like to teach in a very embodied way. So literally you're going to get to practice, not only learning the techniques, Mm -hmm. but also teaching Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Teaching to the, the, the people in the room. And we all know this, if you're able to teach something, you understand it at a totally different level. I
0: just, there's, there's a saying, someone who said, who said this, I forgot who said this, but it was that the three steps to really getting something down is you learn it, practice it, and then you teach it. And like, and a lot right. of people miss the teaching part. They learn, they practice, they kind of get it, but it's that teaching piece that it really locks in and like sticks with you. And well, that's, that's really when
2: awesome. you realize where the gaps are mm-hmm. in your knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Um, I also I have a beautiful Indian lady, uh, Palki Mawar, coming up. She's one of my graduates, and she's going to come and teach. Uh, a little bit about the deities so that we can start learning the difference between classical tantra and neo. Because mm. uh, for me, it's very important that, you know, that there is this delineation. Um, and I'm going to be teaching things like conscious touch. I'm mm. going to be teaching a practice uh, from sky dancing tantra from margo Anand's work called streaming where you can learn to have full body orgasms. Mm. We're going to teach how to create rituals, which could be for groups or could be just for individuals. Mm. And then you get to practice with your peers, um, and they give you feedback and I give feedback. So it's like everybody's supporting each other's learning. Mm. Um, and we break it up into two five day, uh, modules so that you've actually got some time to integrate, Mm. uh, a month apart, um, and to really embody the skills. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it can certainly help you to be a better lover, learn to... So this is another important thing. In Neo-Tantra, a lot of it's about raising the energy and being really ecstatic, and that's wonderful. But if we don't actually know how to ground and Mm -hmm. how to be anchored, then you're not tethered to anything. So how do you come back to earth after this... Mind-blowing, spine-tingling orgasm. Mm. And if you if you are going to teach, you you really do need to know how to do that because mm. often you're engaging a practice and you have to be able to hold the room. Yeah. So learning how to be present with ourselves, um, and that's another thing. Even in lover space, most people just want us to want to be present mm. with their partners. Mm. It's not always as much about the perfect technique or the are you really there with me? Mm-hmm. I'm going to practice all those skills in the training. Mm-hmm. So.
0: I love that. You just said so many things you just said. I was like, uh, I want that. I want that. <laughs> or like, I'm sure listeners like multiple orgasms, full body orgasms. Are you there with me? Like, oh, yeah. how do, so how do people learn more about all of your offerings? How do they sign up for these things? How do they learn more about these things? How do they work with you?
2: That's great. Well, I feel like I make myself very available to people in the world. (laughs) Yeah, the world needs it. But thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, But they can go to my website and we'll put all the links. It's carolinecarrington.com. And sign up for my mailing list is really the best way to kind of get started. And I send free tips and tools and videos Mm -hmm. as well as discounted tickets to my events. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. So, and um, feel free to follow me on Facebook. I mean, I... I think i can say this yeah i feel like i'm quite the facebook whore because oh, i just yeah, love yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you could say that all day There'd Be all kinds of free nuggets on
0: there too <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah caroline carrington <laughs> on on facebook and your yeah on your website and, and
2: when's your next the
1: newsletter? workshop or uh, well the very next
2: one is going to be in joshua tree okay um but i'm not sure when your listeners will get this Um, and then I'm going to be taking people up to the Avenue of the Giants in Humboldt. Oh, that's so beautiful.
1: I love that. Mm. Yes. It's special up there. It's really special. Sometimes I used to live up there, did two semesters and yeah, two semesters at Humboldt state. And it was so cool. I I mean, like Jurassic park, you feel like you're really in this, this old, beautiful area that's untouched.
2: Right. Well, thousand year old redwood trees and we're going to do that's. It's kind of the evolution of where my practice is going because it's Mm going to be, we're going to do more Mm -hmm. chanting mantra and, and more than sexy time out in the trees, but really getting to connect with the potency of the land in Mm -hmm. California. Um, And that's half sold out already and it's happening in July. My things sell out Yeah quickly. But, but you're in high fun.
0: demand. Yeah. 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 I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've watched you over the years. It's been really wonderful to watch. I mean, I just going to the workshops that used to teach at pure pleasure. They're always so mm. profound to watch what people would leave there with. And, um, yeah, it's really awesome to just see you continuing to expand and now to be teaching people more, how to, how to teach and just to, yeah, that's so, um, seems like I'm not surprised, but that, that's your natural step of what you're doing. And you're the perfect person to be doing that. So
2: thank really you to, so much. Yeah. I'm glad you're not on the yeah.
1: trading floor anymore. Yeah. I've...
2: Yes. I'm very, I mean, we were talking about this just in terms of some hiccups you were having behind the scenes yeah. as entrepreneurs, like we have to know how to run a business too. So I'm very grateful for that time in private equity. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very grateful to be doing what mm-hmm. I absolutely love.
1: Yeah, well, thank you calling. for sharing yeah. a little bit of your work with our listeners mm-hmm. and with us. Really appreciate it. You have beautiful energy. Mm-hmm. and
2: Now we've got you talking about energy, yes. too. I love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love energy. I she really does. do. She was the other day, she's like, Amy, today's the day to cleanse your crystals. I just cleanse all my yeah, crystals. So I, I was do. like, You did? All right. We are
2: in Santa Cruz yeah. after yeah. all. Come on. Uh, I, hey, I do. I <laughs> usually
1: have my jewelry on rocking, when I'm going to the gym. You can't wear it. So yeah. It gets in the way of my weights. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's balanced. It's all about balance, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> yeah oh i love our listeners Mm -hmm. i hope they took as much from this episode as i did i love learning about these beautiful practices that exist in the world and they're very ancient and still brought into this new 2020 way of doing it and applying to your life so caroline carrington Mm -hmm. thank you thank you and uh how do you say thank you in uh sanskrit yeah
0: i can
2: say it in hindi what's that no in sanskrit Dan oh. I remember
1: when I was in India, but it's oh. been so long now. Yeah. Right. So Danyavat.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll tempt you to come and join me. Anyway. We, we have a lot, lot of, of listeners of in India. So if yeah. you're out there in hey, India. India awesome!
1: Yeah. And to all of our listeners that enjoy wine or maybe want to try wine, check out marginswine.com. She is a local winemaker here in Santa Cruz, making small batch boutique wines. You're going to love it as much as Amy and I do. Yeah. Go to marginswine.com, two releases a year. Sign Mm -hmm. up for the newsletter. You'll be the first to know. And there are discount coupon codes for those on our website, so check that out. We love you, listeners. We love you so, so much. Mm -hmm. We will see you next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more.
0: And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code
1: SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.